Hi, my name is Claire and you are listening to the Hypnobirthing Podcast. So welcome back. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in or for tuning back in if you've already been listening. This is episode four um, and thank you so much to everyone that's listened so far, um, everyone that's subscribed, that's reviewed me, that's recommended me. I really am a bit overwhelmed actually by um, the amount of people that have listened and I actually had somebody contact me who is um, due their baby and they were having a little bit of a wobble and listened to the podcast and it helped them which is the exact point of the podcast. So yeah it just made me really happy actually and it made me think that there definitely is the, the demand for this type of podcast so I'm really pleased about that. So today's episode is going to be a history of hypnobirthing. So I'm just going to talk a bit about kind of where it first came from, where the the idea behind hypnobirthing kind of came from. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about how we went from birthing as other mammals do to kind of laying on our backs and birthing as you see today in television programs and films and documentaries and things like that. So on my teacher training course, one of the teachers described hypnobirthing as being like organic fruit. So organic fruit is basically fruit before we messed with it. And hypnobirthing is like that really. Um, Hypnobirthing is birth before we messed with it. It isn't anything new. It's been around since the beginning of time. Um, It just so happens that somewhere along that way, we as humans have got in our own way when it comes to birth and we have at some point thought we could make birth better and we could make it more efficient and in that process we've managed to kind of just interfere with it and add unnecessary interventions um, which has then resulted in many women and their birth partners feeling unsatisfied with their experience of labour which is a lot of what we see now and certainly as a hypnobirthing teacher I definitely get second and third time mums coming to me saying that they had a really horrible experience with their previous birth because they hadn't done hypnobirthing they had kind of just done what the hospital and the midwives and etc said Um, and so that's kind of where we are today really with with the system of birth the earliest origins of hypnobirthing can be traced back to a british obstetrician called Dr. Grantly Dick Reed. Um, And basically in 1912, he attended a birth and this birth changed his life and it changed the way he viewed birth. So I won't read the whole excerpt about it. If you want to read it, um, I will find a link and I will put it in the description for you to go and have a read. Um, But basically when he arrived at the birth, the room was dark um, apart from the light from one candle and his patient the the laboring woman was kind of laying covered with sacks and an old black skirt and he said in spite of this setting which even 30 years ago was a disgrace to any civilized country he soon became conscious of a quiet kindliness in the atmosphere so the baby was born and he said there was no fuss and no noise and it was almost like everything had happened according to an ordered plan. 
And he says that at one point he tried to persuade the lady to let him put a mask over her face um, and give her chloroform, which back then was what they gave you to relieve some pain. But the lady resented the suggestion and refused. She didn't want the chloroform. And he said it was the first time in his experience that anyone had ever refused having chloroform. So as he was leaving, he asked why she refused. And I'll quote what he writes that she said. She did not answer at once, but looked from the old woman who had been assisting to the window through which was bursting the first light of dawn, and then shyly she turned to me and said, It didn't hurt. It wasn't meant to, was it, Doctor? I just, I love that quote. Um, So he then goes on to say that for weeks and months after that, he sat with women in labour and women who appeared to be in the terror and agony of childbirth, and he began to see the light. He began to realise that there was no law in nature and no design that could justify the pain of childbirth. So basically, nature wouldn't design our bodies so that they couldn't cope with childbirth. It isn't our bodies that are the problem. This is what he he realised. It isn't our bodies that are the problem. It's our mind because nature wouldn't design us, wouldn't design our bodies in such a way that they create that much pain for us. So therefore, it must be our minds. So after this, he travelled to many different countries and he witnessed women giving birth naturally and painlessly and he then stated it was very difficult to explain why one should suffer and another be apparently free from pain it slowly dawned on me however that it was the peacefulness of a relatively painless labor that distinguished it most clearly from the others there was calm it seemed almost faith in the normal and natural outcome of childbirth these observations then led him to suggest that it's this fear um, that women experience in childbirth that causes the blood to be diverted away from our uterus um, in order to be used by other muscles Um, and this is something that we talk about on the course Um, so I won't go into too much detail but it's basically our fight or flight response when we feel fear um, that we go into and obviously when that happens blood and oxygen gets diverted away from the uterus and it gets pumped to our muscles that need it and that's our arms and our legs so that we can fight or we can run away. So this meant basically that the uterus was being deprived of oxygen which prevents it from doing what it needs to do and because it's in labour it will still do what it needs to do but if it hasn't got enough oxygen, it will cause more pain because we're labouring, our body's labouring, the baby's coming out, it's doing what it needs to do, it won't stop, but it means there's less blood and less oxygen to that to that muscle and so that means there will be more pain. So he named this the fear, tension, pain syndrome of childbirth and I talked about this in, I think it was episode two um, of the podcast, I just briefly mentioned it. So he believed that if a woman could eliminate the fear from childbirth, her uterus would be able to function normally and therefore it would eliminate pain. And he concluded that fear and tension were responsible for 95% of labour pain and suggested that relaxation techniques could be a way to eliminate this fear. So this is where the hypnosis comes into it and this is where it becomes hypnobirthing hypnosis is great for relaxation and it's also a really effective way of changing thought patterns so therefore it can be used to help eliminate that fear and change our thought patterns around fear when it comes to labour. 
So I must just jump in here and just state that although he talks about this can eliminate the pain, um, obviously, as I've said before, and I think it was in episode two as well, that we never promise a pain-free birth because obviously pain is very personal and people feel pain differently. And so just because you do hypnobirthing, it doesn't mean that you're not going to feel any pain. Some people indeed don't feel any pain, which is great, um, but some people do, and that's absolutely normal and absolutely fine. So um, hypnobirthing can help to decrease that pain and make birth more comfortable by using these relaxation techniques um, and by reframing uh, the negative thoughts we have in our mind around birth. So obviously at some point, being mammals, we used to give birth as other mammals do today. So if you see a cat give birth or a dog or a wild animal, um, you know, or a sheep, they all give birth in the same way, um, in private, in the dark, being unobserved. And we did used to also be like that millions of years ago. Women used to give birth squatting or standing, and it would typically be in a dark, safe space, as we see other mammals do today. Women apparently only started giving birth on their backs during the time of Louis XIV, and that is because he apparently wanted to see a baby being born. At the time, women would give birth on stools, and obviously for him to be able to see a baby being born in that way, he would have to have groveled on the floor to be able to see, and obviously, kings don't grovel on the floor. So the woman ended up lying on a bed. The women of the court then copied this um, because that's what the royals were doing Um, and midwives then found that they had much more difficulty in getting the baby out and so as a result doctors were called in more often to help. Everyone then started giving birth in this way because that is what was done in the royal household and they thought that was what was best because that's what the royals are doing but actually there wasn't a lot of thought around what was best for the mum and the baby and that would have been not laying down giving birth and this is kind of where we are today really so it's been centuries of birthing on our backs and this is just what is seen as normal now um you know as i said when we watch television programs or documentaries or films Birth is usually always depicted with somebody laying on a bed on their back. Um, And so it's what we grow up thinking is normal and it's what kind of is normal now when it comes to birth. Um, And consequently, because of this, it's more difficult to birth a baby when you're on your back. So this then means the involvement of doctors has become more popular and it's kind of where we are. And that really is what hypnobirthing is, as I said at the beginning about it being like organic fruit it's just going back to the basics it's going back to a time before things got over medicalized and basically when we trusted and had faith in our bodies to do what our bodies need to do I do have to say though as a little disclaimer that I fully understand and appreciate and am grateful for the fact that we do have the option for medical intervention um, because there are some births which genuinely do require it and I completely understand and appreciate that and my first birth was a forcep delivery so I am somebody who has had medical intervention and I'm very grateful for it so in no way am I intervention bashing and saying that we're not allowed to do anything because obviously that is not what hypnobirthing is and we are absolutely allowed to have intervention if that's what's needed 
I think the main issue there is when it comes to these medical interventions is that they just get used far too often now and they, they're seen as normal um, and particularly in countries like America it's very medicalized and so it's just what is seen as normal it's what we see on television um, and I think the majority of the time these interventions are actually unnecessary and perhaps they're performed without everybody knowing the full facts around these interventions and the risks that there are that are associated with interventions as well. To summarise really, hypnobirthing is something that isn't new, it's been around since the beginning of time because that's how we've been birthing our babies. Um, just somewhere along the line we have kind of tried to help women birth their babies, we've tried to make it easier for them um, and I think in the process we've actually made it harder and the norm now is actually making it more difficult for everybody and so hypnobirthing kind of reframes our brains and gives us that confidence back that actually you know my body is working with me my body is here to work with me not against me it's not going to create so much pain that I can't handle it um, and it's about relaxing our mind rather than kind of our body having to do anything because our body's already doing everything it needs to do it's our minds that we need to focus on and relax them um, and change those thought patterns so that we can have a more comfortable uh, birth experience basically so thank you for listening that's it really if anybody has any um, questions about what I've talked about today um, please do ask I'm on Instagram as I said and um, the link is in the description for the podcast so please come and ask me I'm happy to talk about it as I said I'll link the excerpt from um, Dr Grantly Dick Reed if you'd like to read it I think it's really interesting and yeah it just shows kind of how things came about really and I think a lot of it makes a lot of sense so my next episode is going to be in two weeks time and it's going to be about birth in the media so I've touched on it very slightly today um, about how birth birth is portrayed in the media and you know tv films magazines documentaries i say with quotation marks um and so i'm going to talk a bit more about that the episode after that which is perhaps the episode i'm most looking forward to and i actually think it's going to be very helpful for a lot of people it's going to be another birth story and it's actually going to be a v-back birth story so for anybody that doesn't know v-back stands for vaginal birth after cesarean there are many women who have had cesareans um, for a birth and perhaps they want to go the um, natural route second time so they want to have a vaginal a vaginal delivery and so that's what um, VBAC stands for and it's a really great positive story of somebody who had an unplanned cesarean with their first baby and then went on to have a really positive VBAC experience with their second so I think that will help a lot of people um, who are interested in VBACs and perhaps feel a bit scared of them or just need a bit of encouragement perhaps to uh, to go for it so that is going to be um episodes five and six so thank you again so much for listening if you are enjoying the podcast please subscribe um because then you'll get notified when a new episode gets released and also i'd love it if you could review me so that i i know what everyone's liking um, and also if there's anything that you want me to talk about or add on um, then please do let me know and i'll see you next time <laughs>